Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. Glad to have you here. Glad to have uh, everybody out there a listening to the show. It means a lot to me. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about, well, you know what? Let's get into the theme song first. Fantastic! Thank you, Stan, for doing your business, doing your uh, your theme song thing. The you know the one thing that we uh, we ask you to do, um, and the tweets, you know. But you tweet anyway. So do you tweet? You on Twitter? Are you still on Twitter, Stan? I swear to God, if you deleted your Twitter and didn't tell me, I talk about it every week on the show. I have. Okay. All right. No, he's still on Twitter. He's just he's just quiet. Finals or whatever. I don't know. Is that what you do with kids these days with your finals? No. Do you even go to college? You know what? Don't answer. Don't answer. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You show up. You help out. That's all. That's, that's all. That, that's all that's important. It's all that matters, Stan. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I hope that the rest of your life is as fruitful as it is here. Now, yeah, go in the bathroom. All right. Stan's gonna go get a high in the bathroom, and we're gonna do a show. A show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to yet another panel riot. I'm really, really glad and pleased that you're here with us. Um, so we've been doing the comic bento thing. We've done a couple of episodes. We talked about the Beatles, and we talked about Battlestar Galactica, and one I liked a little better than the other. But um, that that don't mean nothing. That ain't no never mind. Um, because uh, we're going to take a little break. We still have two more graphic novels from the comic bento box that they so wonderfully sent to me, uh, which I greatly appreciate. Uh, you should go and check them out, comicbento.com. They are wonderful people. But we're going to take a little break before we get back into the other two graphic novels they sent. Not going to tell you what they are. Still a surprise. Um, you want to know a secret? I'm going to tell you a secret right now. I make a lot of hand gestures when I'm recording this show. I don't know why. It's not video, uh, but I think it, uh, it it adds something, maybe. Maybe you can, the eagle-eared listeners out there can hear a gentle whoosh as my hand makes a dumb gesture that you'll never see. Um, anyway, this week on the, <laughs> on the show, I wanted to talk about some of the new comics that Marvel is putting out. Uh, there's some good and there is some bad, and I want to talk about uh, maybe a little bit of both of that, okay? Sorry, my chair's squeaky. You could probably hear that in the background. If you didn't, I didn't need to point it out. Moving right along. What I want to talk to you about is Avengers. Avengers. Uh, this very week, they released a new Avengers video game that is based on its, I'm sorry, it's a Lego Avengers video game based on the movies more so than the last one was. Now, it's worth mentioning that uh, Marvel, Lego Marvel Superheroes, which was the first one, is the only game in my Steam library uh, that I have unlocked all the achievements, every single character, there is nothing left for me to do in that game. Uh, it is my only 100%, and I just lied to you. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I went and checked. It's not my only 100%. The other one is Pac-Man Championship Edition DX+, Plus, which is a just a, a blast of a game. I never thought I'd 
be so into Pac-Man. I also have a hundred percent in that one. But we're not, this this podcast isn't about Pac-Man. Okay, it's about the Avengers and comic books. <laughs> so anyway, that game is a blast, and uh, they released the new one today. I'm thrilled to pieces about it. Can't wait to play it. Uh, you know how there's money that has to happen eventually. Sure, and I'll probably talk about it on the show because if it's anything. Like the other one, then I will be obsessed. But in addition to that, there are these new Avengers comics. Since Marvel relaunched everything with their eyes on a new audience, there are, of course, new Avengers. You've got the all-new, all-different Avengers. Uh, and you know what? Let me let me just pull this up right here. Uh, the lineup of that one being Ms. Marvel... Vision, Iron Man, Captain America, who is uh, 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 Sam Wilson, Captain America, Thor, uh, Spider-Man, who is Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and Nova, young person Nova. Uh, That is, I guess, kind of like the main Avengers team right now. It's got the the biggest names on its roster and everything like that, and... um, so so we've got that. You also have uh, A-Force. A-Force, which I wholeheartedly enjoy, uh, being written by G. Willow Wilson. And I'm very excited that they brought it back because it was one of my favorite books in Secret Wars, uh, one of my favorite kind of offshoots. And uh, that team is Medusa, She-Hulk, Singularity, Captain Marvel, Nico, and Dazzler. So uh, that one is actually only one issue in, um, but it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see where they take it. Now, you've also got the new Avengers, which is a interesting uh, team. This one I'm less familiar with, a lot of these characters, and uh, that's really my own fault because I'm behind on certain titles. Uh, anyway, so it's uh, Wiccan, White Tiger, Power Man, Songbird, Squirrel Girl, Tippy Toe, and Hulkling. Uh, is that it? I think that's it. No, no, no. There's someone else here. Uh, Roberto da Costa, which is uh, actually Sunspot. And um, I guess they took over AIM and launched, a, uh, turned it into an Avengers team. Uh, either way. Oh, there's there's a few. Wow, there is a lot of... Uh, team members here. Pod, Dr. Max Brashear, uh, Dr. Tony Ho. Um, let's see here. Dum Dum Duggan. He's also part of the uh, part of the crew, so to speak. Uh, anybody else? Let's keep looking here. Hawkeye? Uh, yeah, Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye. He's a member of the team as well, a member of the New Avengers. And um, so we'll get into this. Uh, so there's there's that team, all these young upstarts which I imagine includes Hawkeye. Sure, why not? He's a young guy. What am I saying? Why <laughs> Nobody cares if uh, if Hawkeye's young or not. Uh, and then you have the Uncanny Avengers, which are, it's kind of a, a consider the Unity Squad uh, picking up where they left off before. So uh, for that, you've got uh, the team led by Old Man Rogers, Steve Rogers, still uh, still looking great for for being super aged but um uh he's the kind of tactical leader or whatever and then there's spider-man brother voodoo quicksilver deadpool rogue um 
uh, Johnny Storm, I believe that is. I'm pretty sure that's Johnny Storm. Um, and there is another character whose name I don't know. And I wholeheartedly apologize for that. I promise I will research and get back to you. Um, so yeah, those are those are the the main teams with uh, kind of Avengers-themed names. Now you also have the Ultimates. Um, the Ultimates are another team, and from I haven't read this yet, um, but I assure you, by the end of the show, through the magic of podcasting, I will have read it. And um, so we've got uh, we've got another relatively large team, but I, I've heard nothing but good things about this one. It's it's the same uh, same writer who wrote um, the Mighty Avengers before, and. Um, Let's see here. You've got Black Panther. You've got uh, America Chavez. You've got Carol Danvers. Uh, Dr. Adam Brashear again. Blue Marvel. Um, let's see here. Just uh, just taking a look. Just Like I said, I haven't read this issue yet, and I apologize for the delay. And I'm just filling time now, looking for other characters. Uh, Spectrum. Spectrum. She's another member. Uh, mentioned America Chavez. Interestingly enough... Galactus. Galactus is a member of this team. Um, and uh, by the, like I said, by the end of this uh, episode, I'll give you a full roster report and uh, kind of a review of the book. Um, but to start things off, we're going to start with the uh, all-new, all-different Avengers. Now, this is a very high-profile book because it's, you know, the closest thing to having the founders, you know what I mean, the the main three, Cap, Iron Man, and Thor on it, even though Cap and Thor are different people. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter. The, the hook in a book like this, um, because it's a new team, is seeing how all these characters interact, because you haven't had a lot of interaction from with between them before. Specifically, uh, Miles Morales, when you've got... Uh, him as Spider-Man who hasn't interacted with any of these characters before um, there's a, a lot of potential for interest you know what I mean you've got uh, you've got the new quote-unquote new Iron Man and everything like that and also Ms. Marvel Ms. Marvel hasn't really interacted with any of these characters before uh, as well so does it make for a good comic book so far sort of <laughs> my answer is sort of because Basically what happens is this big bad shows up and as does happen, it's every time, oh boy, every time the Avengers assemble, it's because there's a threat that one of them couldn't defeat alone, right? It's the whole, it's, I think it started with Loki or whatever and they came together and they formed a team. This time it's uh, Harbinger or I don't know. He's uh, he's a member of the Chitari. He's here to get revenge on Nova, and everybody comes together to kind of fight him off. And of course they succeed. And there's the roster and the Avengers assemble and and so on and so forth. And it's um it's good. I feel like. It's not a super high-profile villain, and they, you can kind of focus on the interactions between the characters. You know what I mean? How um, how Ms. Marvel, you know, pushes back against some of the, uh, against Nova specifically, who's like, "Now stay put. You know, I'm going to take care of things. Everything's going to be fine." And she's like, "Are you kidding me? I'm 
not a child. <laughs> uh, by the third issue, they all come together and work as a team, and it um, it works it works really well. Uh, it, it really does. I'm excited to see what they do with this team. I hope they get some time to interact and have some character development, and it's not just you know go out and punch bad guys for whatever reason. Um, kind of like the new Avengers book. I think that was really well done. Um, not the new one, but the the older one. Um, the Honestly, I think Bendis was writing it at the time. Uh, that was a really interesting book. And then um, there was the second version of that when Luke Cage was running things. And, and there was genuine character development. It was interesting and, and, and good. Now, as for this, uh, it's a great introduction to the characters. It's a super good comic. And I highly recommend that you read it. Go and check it out. If you're a fan of the Avengers, if... The idea of seeing these characters interact and, and be drawn on the same page uh, scratches your itch. Well, go ahead and pick it up. You will not be alone. I'm willing to bet this is going to be one of the biggest comics uh, in the near future for Marvel. How long will it last? I have no idea. They're already talking about a huge crossover um, summer event, and it's going to lead into Civil War. So get it while you can, because these... Uh, you, if if you want these characters to be friends, I imagine this is going to be the golden years because it's all going to come tumbling down before too long. Uh, so uh, I should probably mention the creative team. I probably should have mentioned that up top, but writer is Mark Wade. Artist is Adam Kubert. Um, the colorist is Sonia Obak. Letterer is VCs, Corey Petit, whatever that means. Um, and, uh, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people made covers. So, uh, <laughs> gotta catch them all. Folks, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Uh, who will it be? Who knows? We're going to reach into the old advertising bag and uh, pull out something fun and interesting. And we'll be right back with more Panel Riot right after this. In or around the Pittsburgh area? Check out Metamorphosis, Pittsburgh's only full-service organic salon, spa, and wellness studio. Haircut? Check. Manny? Check. Petty? Check. Massages, highlights, sauna, and facials? Absolutely. We even offer professional yoga classes daily. Visit us at SpaPGH.com, that's S-P-A-P-G-H.com today. Because when you feel good, you look even better. Ho, 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 metamorphosis. Uh, thank you to Metamorphosis for sponsoring the podcast. They are wonderful, absolutely delightful, and also thank you sincerely to those of you who pointed out I made a little error on a previous episode. I think it was the first Comics Bento episode where I thought I put a Metamorphosis ad in there, uh, but I didn't. I just somehow, and I genuinely don't know how this happened, I put my intro to the show in as a commercial <laughs> Uh, for Metamorphosis. And you know what? That, that is the kind of strange thing that I would do uh, had I been running a contest. First person to notice and point it out to me would have won a prize. But you know what? I didn't do that, but maybe I'll do it in the future. Probably not. It's likely that I will completely forget and run some other kind of contest should I ever run a contest. Either way, 
Thank you to Metamorphosis and thank you to the eagle-eared listeners out there who let me know uh, about my little cock-up. Um, so we're talking about Avengers and we're talking about new Avengers and we're talking about all new, all different Avengers, Uncanny, Avengers, A-Force, and Ultimates. Um, let's talk about the new Avengers, shall we? This is a, is a fascinating, fascinating comic. Um, the artist is Gerardo Sandoval, who, if you're familiar with Joe Madura, 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 whatever, um, his style is reminiscent of, uh, of Joe's. But if I'm not mistaken, this guy can release comics on time. And I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Madura, Madura, was the one who released a comic called Battle Chasers back in the day, who... Uh, that comic was very critically acclaimed and never came out on time, alas. This is a um, similar style, which is not a complaint by me. I, I really do enjoy um, this kind of chunky, blocky style. Uh, it, there were um, early X-Men, early. <laughs> by early, I mean 90s X-Men comics uh, drawn in this style and... Anyway, so the the entire premise here is that Sunspot now runs AIM. He's a multi-billionaire, he's a mutant, and uh, he's making AIM over for good. Uh, and, and now it's uh, Avengers idea mechanics, right? He's got a whole base of operations called Avengers Island, and um, he's kind of assembled this team of mid-level superheroes. Now, I don't think that they say straight out that they're mid-level superheroes, but a lot of them are. I mean, they don't really have a Hulk. They have a Hulkling. I mean, come on now. Um, they do have Squirrel Girl, though, so that's something. Uh, they got Dum Dum Duggan, and then they have Hawkeye, of course, as the anchor, the name, the big get. You know what I mean? So... And apparently, they didn't even want that Hawkeye. They wanted Katie. Um, Kate, I'm sorry. Kate Bishop. Uh, so, I'm going to tell you folks here uh, about this here New Avengers comic. New Avengers number one. We're just talking about the first issue. I don't know about the other issues. I haven't read them yet. But I have read issue number one. And I'm going to tell you, what we've got here is a good old-fashioned, not-great comic. I wish... I kind of I wish that it was a good comic, you know. The art is good. I like the writer. It's it's Al Ewing again, and I like a lot of these characters. But the fact of the matter is, it's a big overblown mess. There's too much going on here. You want to introduce the team? Cool. Introduce the team. You want to introduce the villain? Cool. Introduce the villain. That's fine. But with all the all the text and all the the goings on, and it's just there is too much crap going on here. Um, it's it's hard to follow. That's not right. I I, I don't want to say it's hard to follow. I would say that I don't care. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about any of these characters. That's it. Nailed it. Okay, hit it right on the head. Don't care about any of these uh, of these characters. Nothing is interesting. Nothing that happens is necessarily interesting. The concept is good. Oh, okay. Someone takes over aim and renames it. Avengers idea mechanic. Shield is a little uh, is a little wary, so they put one of the classic Avengers on the team. 
great. Sounds good. Who's the villain? It's the maker who's alternate reality Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe, I think. Um, and he makes... Uh, he, he takes these people and gives them crystal heads. Their heads are just crystals. You know, like the Sims. But if the Sims didn't have heads and the crystals were lower. Okay? That's what he does. And the Avengers show up and they kind of, you know, take care of things, sort of. And uh, then the maker is like, okay, so... All right, so now here's what we're going to do. I'm going to release a monster that I made, a monster with a scorpion tail and spider legs and an ape body and a big head, <laughs> a big crystal head, big red crystal head. Um, they say he's it's his neohedron. What? I don't... <laughs> It's, it's, I don't, wait, does it even have a whole monkey head? It might just have one monkey, no, it's, it's got, I mean, not monkey head, monkey body. Yeah, it's got monkey body, it's fine. It's, it's not good, it's not good, I don't care. This is, uh, introduction to the characters, iffy, you know what I mean? Squirrel Girl makes some quips, uh, it introduces the premise, but uh, there's, there's so many characters and there's not a lot of time to spend on them, you know what I mean? Um, eh, eh. As far as uh, as far as these new Avengers books go, uh, new Avengers is not great, so I would recommend you take a hard pass uh, on that one. Um, so let's get, let's take a hard pass on that one. Pass on new Avengers. Let's take a look at another one. Um, let's uh, let's look at A Force. Uh, a Force is uh, it, it's the current version of the all-female team that existed in Secret Wars um, because one of the realms was completely populated by a team of female heroes and villains exclusively. Um, And this is pretty much the direct opposite of where that A-Force started. That A-Force started, the team was already... um, established and they already had a system and they lived together and it was all, everything was running smoothly and on rails. This one is the exact opposite. The team is not a team. They are just people who live in this world. Um, but it starts with Singularity, the character of Singularity. And the idea is she remembers. She remembers uh, Battle World. She remembers Secret Wars. And she remembers these women who were her friends. Um, and her first instinct is to find them. She knows that the world is different. She doesn't know exactly what happened. Um, and, but she's she's woken up floating in space. And she looks over and there's a space station. And there we find Carol Danvers. Captain Marvel is um, doing her thing on that space station. I think she runs it. I don't know. I haven't read her new issue yet. Uh, but I intend to. Very excited. So she, of course, goes there. Um, talks to Carol. Carol doesn't remember her at all. And um, they're under attack. The world is under attack. Uh, She ends ends up fighting off this uh, negative force. The negative force goes to Earth. She goes to Earth, Singularity that is, and kind of runs into She-Hulk. She-Hulk helps the fight and everything like that. And, um, And I think they actually defeat 
the evil thing or at least make it go away. And then Medusa, now that the Inhumans are a well-known quantity and part of this reality, um, Medusa shows up and decides that Singularity, who brought this, who quote unquote brought this creature to Earth, decides to arrest her, and that's where the uh, where the issue ends. The writing, the writing as you would expect from G. Willow Wilson, is spot on. It's fantastic. Every character has a very unique and different voice, and um, it's it's distinct. It's got moments of comedy. It has you know moments of emotion, everything like that. It 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 sucks you in right away because you understand the premise within the first couple of pages and you're on board. You want to see what happens. Boom. There we go. There is one scene that I find really interesting after she falls to earth where she encounters this couple who are, um, they're, uh, they're, uh, a man and a woman and they're kind of hipsters, basically stereotypical hipsters like a spaceship crashes and the guy says do you think we should like call somebody and the girl says before after we instagram this thing and they have a whole conversation about you know adopting oddly enough but the thing that catches me is they look style wise um a lot like matt fraction and kelly sudaconic and i can't help but wonder if that's intentional uh (laughs) i'm not uh i'm not sure but uh, i'm gonna believe it is i'm gonna believe it's a um happy little nod to those guys so uh you know that eventually this team of uh uh, superheroes will assemble uh it now it's just a matter of how how is it going to happen what aside from this dark uh energy this red energy is going to bring them all together and um i'm i'm looking forward to it a force was one of the best books to come out of the battle world secret wars business and um i can't wait to see where this one goes i'm eager for issue number two they're only one issue in currently uh and i'm looking forward to it you should check it out immediately immediately go and go and give it a gander and with that we're gonna have another quick word from our sponsors and we'll be back we'll be right back with more panel riot please stick around time for me to explain that Petri California Sherry is not only an ideal wine to serve before dinner, but it's also the perfect wine for almost any occasion. Petri Sherry is fine after dinner, when you're listening to the radio or just sitting around talking. And, of course, you couldn't ask for a finer party wine than Petri Sherry, especially if your party is at cocktail time. If you don't know what wine to buy, you can't go wrong with Petri Sherry. But be sure it's Petri. Look for the letters P-E-T-R-I. They spell the proudest name in the history of American wine. Oh, are we back? We're back. Uh, Sorry, guys. Uh, (laughs) I didn't notice we came back from our... A little commercial break there. Uh, Thanks, of course, to the Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine. Follow them on Twitter, at Petri Wine. They are a a delight. They are our uh, original podcast patrons. They've been with us since the very beginning, and uh, we thank you uh, very sincerely to the Petri family, the family that took time to bring you 
Good wine. We are talking about the Avengers. But before we get into that, I would like to talk to you um, about something very, very important. Uh, something involving a friend of the show, friend of the show, Evelyn Price. Uh, she has uh, been on the show before, and she's coming out with a new book called The 13th Earl. The 13th Earl. It is promised to be phenomenal. Her previous book, which you do not, if you do not already own it, you need to uh, remedy that immediately. A Man Above Reproach, go and get that on Amazon. And while you're there, pre-order The 13th Earl by Evelyn Price now at bit.ly, that's B-I-T-L-Y dot com slash 13th Earl. That's 1-3-T-H-E-A-R-L. Go and get it. Support a friend of the show and uh, get a great book. It's 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 if it's one tenth as good as a man above reproach was, then uh, he will not be disappointed. Uh, so as I said, we're talking about the Avengers and uh, we're talking about the new Avengers comics since Marvel has relaunched every little thing. Um, there's a number of new Avengers comics and I have inadvertently. Save the best for last. Um, these are good comics. The two remaining comics... Uh, well, maybe maybe I haven't saved the best for last. I would put A-Force above Uncanny Avengers. So, let's get into Uncanny Avengers here. So, this is the Unity Squad with, uh, you know, Steve Rogers and, and Deadpool. It's got humans, it's got mutants, and um, the writing in this one is, is, is very good. It's very interesting. Um, Jerry Duggan is the writer for this one. He was writing Deadpool previous to this. Um, unsurprisingly, Deadpool is a big part of this team. Deadpool has become wildly popular, bringing in all kinds of money, selling merchandise and things like that, and he's funding the team. Uh, and he is just pleased as punch to be uh, be a member of this team. So uh, basically the idea of the original Unity Squad was that it would kind of bridge the gap between humans and mutants. Which is kind of silly, because I feel like there was mutants on the Avengers before, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and now they also are including Inhumans. Uh, one specifically who, I, I'm and I'm serious, I don't know her name. They don't mention her name in this comic. I'm like 90% sure. I read the whole thing, and they, <laughs> they don't mention her name. She looks like a, a, a black and white braid ninja with a little red. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, and she seems to control animals. I, I don't really know. I don't know what's happening here. She summons pigeons to poop on a synthoid. Anyway, the the we open on the team fighting a synthoid, and um, Deadpool gets reckless, and he makes the synthoid absorb his cancer. And instead of... And like every, Spider-Man is super upset, and he's like, you could have... They could have given you regenerative things, and we'd have been screwed. Either way. Spider-Man quits the team in the first episode. That was Johnny Storm, by the way. Johnny Storm is a member of the um, the team, which is great. Good for him. Glad he's being something besides the sun. Either way, uh, their base is in this old theater, I guess. I'm not really sure. Anyway, it's it's revealed that there are tensions within the team, which is to be expected with the Unity Squad. Um and Rogue is infected. It shows that she's infected. She's barely keeping the virus at bay. Um, but, oh, it's it's probably worth mentioning. So the uh, Terrigen Mists were released in this world. And um, 
it affects mutants in a negative capacity. It it's damaging them, it's sterilizing them, and it's killing them. Uh, Rogue is infected, so there's an interesting scene where Brother Voodoo has a conversation with a ghost in the basement of the theater, uh, which I greatly enjoy. Uh, we get a little bit of Quicksilver having a conversation. Um, I think he's on three dates or just two dates. I'm not sure. I really don't. Synapse. Oh, her name is Synapse because the third one I think is, yeah. Anyway, so uh, the the actual beginning of the book opens with a guy who was dying from cancer and um, goes to bed, wakes up, and he's inhuman. He has all these powers, and he's like one with the world, and he's understanding all this, you know, energy and the way things work and so on and so forth. But um, I guess it's set up so that he's the villain at the end of this. Um, they're called to a park or a city where nature's completely running rampant and um, they kind of fight things off and then we see a security guard who's seeing this this villain, right? And uh, he gets stung by a giant, giant bee um, and he says, who are you? And he says, I am the shredded man and humanity's day is done. Uh, <laughs> I can you can you come up with a worse name? I'm the shredded man. Are you the sh- is that you? Are you the shredded man? And I, I'm not even sure that it's the guy from the beginning. I mean, he doesn't look anything like the guy from the beginning. Uh, he's wearing a mask, and I, I guess it's heavily implied, but we don't actually know if uh, if that's the guy from the beginning or not. Eh. I'm interested. I'm interested. The writing is good. Um, the artwork I'm not wild about. It's this kind of, um, you know, everybody's kind of wobbly and deformed. And it, this might have been the the person who was doing the art um, for Deadpool before. It's Ryan Stegman, and um, I'm not crazy about the art. It's probably for some people they enjoy it. That's fine, no problem. But um, for me, not so much. Uh, Richard Eisenhoff, color artist, and uh, VCs Clayton Cowles letterer and production good for them um is it a good book yeah yeah it's interesting uh the action's good the you know character interaction is good although it is another one that kind of depends on you know oh you already know who these people are and you want to see them do stuff so um you know good for them i guess uh should you pick it up sure yeah um it made me want to read the second second issue uh, and i intend to so Go and check it out. I'll give it another shot. Now, finally, uh, I want to end this episode with the best of these comics, and that is Ultimates. Uh, Al Ewing, again, Kenneth Rockefort, and Dan Brown. Um, they are the creative team here. Now, the art style is this kind of frenetic kind of sketchy kind of you know crazy art style that I thought I thought was someone else I think it's um oh I can't remember I can't remember the name of the artist who this this looks like so it it wasn't an artist that I'm a big fan of it fits I think it fits this because the lines and the artwork can be clean when it needs to be um and really sketchy at other times when it comes to technology it's you know 
usually usually very clean and very straightforward but there's it 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 allows for a lot of kind of detail work that um a more simpler line i don't think could uh could provide so the idea behind this book is that they are this team of uh brilliant scientists and and um you know very powerful individuals and their goal is to solve giant problems huge galactic threats um and that's what they're in it for they they call themselves the ultimate hold on let me find the actual line here um let's see here the ultimate team to solve the ultimate problems um and this book is of all the ones that i've uh reviewed today is the most interesting out of all of them um it sets up the characters beautifully and i find it interesting that so many of the books that i read uh today and reviewed today are by al ewing and um they're so different you know what i mean like new avengers i couldn't stand i didn't like it at all this however is absolutely tremendous um so we've got uh monica rambo as spectrum uh she's being contacted by uh, black panther and they're facing off against this like galactic threat this giant floating head that just keeps screaming obey at this planet uh, i don't really know i i guess they're um they're looking for some kind of artifact on this planet i'm not i'm not entirely sure um either way they uh this thing happens and they start fighting it and it's it's great the the art style absolutely lends itself to these action fight scenes um i like the way that the pages are laid out it's not just a simple panel 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 it's more stylized it's more heavily stylized and it's it's absolutely great. Um, and you get to see a little bit of uh, interaction between um, Spectrum and America Chavez. And it's it's really, really fascinating. And we cut to a conversation between Carol Danvers and the Blue Marvel. And they're talking about uh, nothing, really. They're just kind of having a conversation about, uh, about each other and what they do and... Um, Carol can't believe that um, that he's 80, that he's over 80 years old, and there's a reference to New Avengers and everything like that. Um, they get attacked by these thing called, things called the Punishers. And I like that they actually make a reference to Frank Castle, and they're like, they're just as, they're no relation to Frank Castle, except they're about as violent and as hard to kill. Um, and basically what happens is their ship gets torn apart, and Carol has uh, Blue Marvel blast her with energy so she can absorb it. And then she says uh, if she absorbs enough, she can go binary. And again, the the artwork is just fantastic. It lends itself so well. When she actually does that, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous scene. Um, and uh, he says, uh, very nice. Color me impressed, Colonel Danvers. And she says, you weren't before. It's great. 
And uh, now that they're out in space, they are immediately confronted with their goal, with the thing that they came to see. And uh, he says, you, you will not be dissuaded. You will not be stopped. So it goes. Let us play out the charade as so many have before you. Enter my presence. Make your attempt. Try to end the life of the devourer of worlds. And it's a huge reveal. End Galactus. And Carol says, nope. That's not why we're here, and that's not what we do. We're the ultimates, the ultimate team to solve ultimate problems, and today, today we're going to solve yours. That's good stuff. That is a great way to end this issue and make me want to read the next one. Uh, Captain Marvel and Blue Marvel standing in front of Galactus saying, we're going to solve your problem. That's awesome, and that's not something that... I've seen, you know, that's not something you've seen in comics before, is, you know, okay, well, let's have a conversation with Galactus. That's a great place to start. It makes me want to read uh, the second issue immediately, and I had to physically restrain myself from doing so, because I knew I had to finish uh, this here episode, and it's... It's great. I'm I'm on board. I'm 100% on board. Ultimates, if you take away anything from this episode, it is go and get Ultimates number one. There are three issues currently available, and uh, you need to make yourself available. I don't know. Get them. Go get them. Go to your local comic shop and get them. And that's it. That brings us to the end of the episode. But before we close the book, uh, I have a few things to share with you. First... I would encourage you to check out Soul Sworn, the excellent webcomic by Zach Staten. It has everything you could ever want. Adventure, cursing, violence, inappropriate gestures, women with crab hands. Again, I'd like to say the violence thing. Super not safe for work. Lots of sex as well. Crazy, crazy stuff. It's all there. Check it out at soulsworn.com. If you would like more Panel Riot, more is available. You can find us at our base of operations, panelriot.com. Please excuse our mess. It is under renovations. From there, you can do all manner of things, including specifically donating to the cause. There's never been a better time to become a Patreon supporter of Panel Riot. You will have my undying gratitude as well as a few rewards. That's right. We've instituted reward tiers now. So go and check it out, panelriot.com, and click the link that says... Patreon, you will join the pantheon of supporters currently helping the the show run smoothly with their hard-earned dollars. To that end, our sincere thanks to Ellen Hemmington, who is at Coyotitude, Meredith Staten at Mayor Bear Doodles, Tony Garza at The W Revolution, Ed Burke at Ed Burke 37, and of course, the man himself, our benevolent overlord, at Sorgatron. On a scale of 1 to 10, they are the best. We are all on Twitter. You can find us at Panel Riot. You can find me at DJ Lunchbox. And you can also follow our internet sensation. <laughs> that sentence doesn't make sense. You can follow Intern Stan at Intern Stan. Also, as I mentioned earlier, you can follow the Petri family at Petri Wine. Our show is available anywhere fine podcasts are sold. And, of course, iTunes. You can also click the link on panelriot.com that says most recent episode, because it does what it says it do. If you are an iTunes listener, please rate and review the show. It helps more people find the podcast, and you will acquire your heart's desire without any weird, ironic genie shit if you do. 
I want to know what you think of the show. Please email us, panelriot at gmail.com. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't, what your favorite new Avengers team is, and why it is the Ultimates. Thanks for listening, True Believers, and remember, life is too short to read bad comics. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine. Petri wine.